Hey everyone, good morning, and I hope everyone has a wonderful Wednesday morning. I'm actually up at like probably the crack of dawn for some people, not even dawn yet. The sun hasn't come on, it's five o'clock in the morning. I don't even know why I'm up. I just finished. Well, I'm in the middle of actually like uh, doing the editing of my advanced review copy for my advanced reviewers for eyes. So I've actually been doing this for like days now. So doing little by little. Um, as you guys know, I haven't been on for like the last two weeks and it's good to be back because um, I, I, my voice was gone. I tried to do um, many takes last week and it just wasn't going and the week before I just couldn't. So I'm just so glad to be back on here and we're going to continue with the, the indie author's tips segment of the writing your book segment of the indie author's tips and today I want to do the final sec- segment of this section of the indie author's tips for writing your book so this is the final procedure and it's actually a great time for me to be talking about this because i literally am in the middle of that final step for eyes so basically the final step is the final read or the the final edit and read and then i will later in do a segment just talking about or apart just basically talking about how I use checklists and how it helps me to get through writing my book and helps me to kind of speed up my process so the final edit for me is actually a big thing and since you know sometimes you know I do this before I send shift this off to editor or just you know it's the final like I do so many editing processes so that it kind of speeds up the production or in the editing process all they really have to do is go like oh you're good to go (laughs) you know they don't so that way it kind of makes the editor's job so much easier um I actually started using the editing the review software on Microsoft because it's actually a lot better before I put it to prowritingaid.com of course but I use that now to kind of check anything that Pro writing aid might not pick up because I'm not reviewing the whole document at once. And I actually noticed it does pick up a few things more than Pro writing aid might because I do it in the segments. But if I download it the document directly into Pro writing aid, Pro writing aid will pick up like the whole document. Um and then it will actually pick up the same mistakes. And actually, you don't have to refresh it all the time if you use ProWritingAid by downloading your uh, manuscript directly. So I still use the software within... I just want to let you guys know that I do use Microsoft Review. And I feel it actually is much better than it used to be. Before, it wasn't picking up anything. But now it actually picks up so much more that it's 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 actually helpful <laughs> and um, I think the upgrade that they did actually helped a lot and perfected it so let me talk about the final edit so the final edit for me my process is basically I do I print out all of the book or if I do it in sections like with eyes I did in sections so since I did a preview for eyes of the first five chapters I printed that out and I read through it and I put what was like relative to the final copy story-wise and then I went through I made sure it had all its quotes because I now will add quotes to like every manuscript because I just like how it how it looks and um so I did that for each and every manuscript 
uh, for each and every ch- uh, chapter. And then I would go through and basically do the edit, like a, a print those five chapters out. And then I would go through with my little red pen and just go through and start, I call it point editing, where you're just going through, reading through, and you're doing like, I'll mark up according to like, you know, grammatical, small grammatical errors and things like that. And then I'll review it. So that's what I would normally do in the first edit. Um, I still do that in the final edit. So the final edit is basically that. It's it's multiple. Um, it's a multiple step process. So it's not just one thing. So I do the point editing first, where I go through and mark up like you know, maybe like small grammatical errors or maybe misspellings from the rewrite, and I'll get that ready so I can once I've done that for each and every chapter I'll go back and I'll start plugging in those mistakes that I found into the computer once I've done that and I've put all those corrections into my manuscript and save it make sure you save multiple times when you're doing that because I notice sometimes a word might shut off if you do too many things at a time so especially when you're working on a large a file like a manuscript it's good to like save every few um pages or every through uh every few sections that you complete when you're plugging in the corrections from your point editing so once that's all in my manuscript then that's when i run the word i'll run their diagnosis their review and word will pick up stuff like small things just like grammatical errors um misspellings um conciseness so like maybe making your work a little bit more concise um things like that they don't pick up things like if you misuse a word the wrong way it's just like basic things that you might misspelled and stuff like that and that's good for something if you want to use like it's a good first step so that way you take care of the small stuff then and then when you put into a larger editing software like pro writing aid then pro writing aid takes care of everything else you can see like you know readability things like that um the style thing like it it reviews it on a larger scale and i feel like that actually really does help with perfecting um a story and it also cuts it in time. So that way, if you are using Pro Writing Aid and you're not doing sections, but you're just downloading it directly into the site, and then it actually helps get rid of the small things. So that way, they're over and done with, and you don't have to worry about Pro Writing Aid maybe fixating because you have too many small things like misspellings and stuff, and not it might miss a few things, like miss some major things like uh, style and things, like things that are crucial to the flow of your story. So that's why I started incorporating the review because a friend told me about it. I was like, yeah, I think they've updated since the last time you've used it, so try it. And I tried it. I was like, okay, it helps a lot because it actually helps get rid of a lot of things that I would have to go through myself. And a lot of things that I had initially reviewed, in my, I picked up on my point editing as I'm plugging everything in. I'm like, if you just do it on the Word, you can just click, 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 uh, like, you know, when it asks you for suggestion. And then just basically click the right form of whatever you're doing and then be done. So same thing with a pro writing aid. The difference with pro writing aid that you have to download the document. 
and then you basically have to copy and paste whatever you just did into there and make sure it doesn't ruin your format for your manuscript so that's a lot <laughs> but yeah so the final edit is pretty much like you're just fine-tuning your work so you're actually just making sure everything is squeaky clean so that way when you go through the final read everything flows perfectly you're not gonna pick up any mistakes there's not gonna be anything wrong with it it should be pretty much prepared for like the final process which is publishing your book or just being sent to an editor and letting them go through it so instead of them taking like about five years well I am exaggerating but instead of them taking a very long time to review your book if it's properly edited or at least edited to enough when you're using these steps you shouldn't really hear somebody say a lot of things about it you know unless they're really anal (laughs) and they just want something to to pick up on but you should have enough that nobody should be saying anything about anything so I'm just saying I know I'm using that completely wrong but yeah so that is the most important um and then there's just a final read the final read is basically a read through of everything you're just going from chapter one to chapter whatever chapter like 23 33 depending on how long how many chapters you added to your book and seeing the flow now with the final read my suggestion for you as an author is to actually read as a consumer don't read as an author and there's a difference between you want to read as an actual consumer so you want to read as a reader you don't want to read as an author where you're picking up non-stop like little things you start nitpicking you don't want to do that and i feel like this is also advice i give to people that are authors who also review read as a consumer because you're not going to actually be able to give decent reviews if you're reading as an author because you're going to pick up on every little thing that's incorrect and you're not going to focus on the actual story the flow of it did they do their job in that genre you're not going to actually be giving a constructive criticism you're going to be giving the wrong type of criticism you're going to be nitpicking and I notice a lot that authors tend to do that, especially when it's you're reviewing another indie author's book. So I'm not going to get into that. That That's for another episode. <laughs> but, you know, if you are reading for the final read, try to read your work as a reader would read. So read, read it like you would read your favorite um, author's books. So try to read it as a consumer. Try to read it as like, how do you think my reader would like not not an author reader an actual role reader somebody who has no aspirations for writing somebody who is actually a reader and will enjoy your book is reading it for enjoyment not because they want to inspire to get in the same field because there is a difference between how readers react and how um authors react readers most of the time sorry readers most of the time will not give a crap if there is a misspelling or anything like there might be like small errors and they will glide over that and just continue with the story if the story is good and it's captivating they don't care about it author readers or overly critical readers those who think like review people who are in readers that are actually in the writing industry tend to pick up on everything or try to like nitpick at everything right and so it's they're not really giving you what a consumer is a consumer will read the story and they will actually 
review based on this story. And that's how you can tell somebody actually read the book too. If you are somebody who is tends to be in the writing um, industry, you tend to actually nitpick so much that you're not even giving criticism. Majority of your review has to do more with editing and stuff like that than it actually has to do with the story, which shows like you did not read the story. That's like you going into school when you were in like high school and they tell you like you have to read this book like you have to read like Dracula and you spend so much time bitching about how this version of Dracula was so unedited and you don't read the book and you get an F for that because you didn't read the story. You know, try to focus try to read as an actual as as an actual reader as a consumer and if you do that you are more likely to actually see things that readers will pick up actual readers like the readers that you want the gen the ones that are going to support you through thick and thin so that's what you want to read it as you want to read it as don't think of it as your book think of it as somebody else's book like your favorite author like i said before your favorite author's book and once you do that, I can tell you, you'll actually be able to pick up stuff like flow. You'll actually get to see any um, loopholes or anything that are in the actual story. And you'll be able to pick certain things up. I know one of my reviewers for this book, uh, the past book, uh, Pacemaker, said that there were some inconsistencies. Now, I understand what they're talking about because I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about, but th- those are not inconsistencies. Those are actually be explained in the overlapping series. So stay tuned for the core and know for the core revelation because that will answer a lot of the questions and the inconsistencies that you might see in the pacemaker. And then it actually more focuses on expanding the world. So... I'll do I'll talk more about that I'll do a segment after this to kind of just talk more about like what to expect in the upcoming series so that'll be in the second segment but I'm going to stay on track here (laughs) but you know you can actually start seeing things like inconsistencies and stuff like that things that your readers might pick up like maybe you might see something that okay a part of the story that you might want to remove or add later on you know so you get to see like you know is this something you want to introduce in this book if you're doing a series or is it like you know too much you know and gives you a a broader view of like how to actually construct your series so I might actually do like a a few episodes discussing like how to build a series and things like that but that's for another date so that's basically the last segment for the writing your book segment Um, the next one is going to be talking about the publishing, like how the different, I'm going to tell you different methods about publishing. Now, before we get into that, I want to talk about my favorite thing of all, which is, which are, um, checklists. Checklists saved my life, or at least just keeping like a to-do list. So for everything that I do, every step that I've talked about, there has always been a checklist. So whether it's been writing a book, I mean, writing a book, like writing a chapters and stuff like that, I told you I do outlines. So what I will do with the outlines, I also have checklists that go with those outlines. So I will have like, if I'm in the middle of writing, then I will have a checklist of like, you know, chapters written for so-and-so. So let's say, let's put um, Scarlet Moon, which is the next one that I'll be working on. 
uh, this month. So I will sit there and put like chapter one and then, you know, I use my iPhone. So if you use a notepad in there, there's actually a little checklist or check, a checklist. Um, I want to say it's a function in there where you can actually put the little check in the notepad and you write next to it what this check is for so it's like a little circle and then you put multiple ones and then you can actually put like chapter one chapter two chapter three and as you finish it you start checking it off now I also do one for actually finishing chapters so if I'm in the rewriting stage I will do like chapter like I will do it by days so if I'm in one of the later stages, I will actually have like, you know, a rewrite stage checklist and then I will separate it. Once I'm in like the final edit stage, I will have multiple days, like how many days I feel like I could finish each chapter or whatever. So for the editing, I might put like three chapters for one day, like Monday, and then I will check off those and it helps me to kind of keep me motivated. It keeps me motivated to keep going, to not stop, to not feel like, you know, to not lose sight of my actual goal. So checklists are actually pretty much like a godsend. I will later today, not now because I'm probably going to take a quick nap before I got to get up for the day (laughs) because I just finished doing like a whole bunch of chapters for eyes right now in the middle of the editing process so I want to actually take a quick nap after I'm done with this episode <laughs> so um sorry for the background noise I'm at home so I forgot what I was going to say yeah, so I'm going to actually, oh, that's what it's like. So if you guys don't follow me or you don't support me yet, please, if you want to, if you like my, whether you like my books or you like this podcast, please donate or join my Patreon. You can become a, a part of my readership, which the Guardians basically are my readership. So you guys, you're don't for like as little as a cup of coffee, which is like $3, you can actually help basically support me so that you're supporting my work actually you're supporting my work so I can produce better stuff I work with better whether it's cover designers editors I can actually be able to produce more projects I have a whole bunch of new projects that are going to be coming up so I'll talk more about that later so your donations actually do help to um keep me going and keep me inspired and also you're basically providing a way for me to focus entirely on writing so I can produce more for my for you guys my readers and I'm actually gonna be posting um, later today a checklist like example the checklist that I make and later this week I will also post kind of a summary of this section of the podcast so basically this section of season two above the indie indie uh, authors tips and basically do a, like a brief summary about like each and every section so you guys can download it it's going to be a word document and you know I'll probably post it next week because I want to finish getting this stuff for my um, advanced reviewers so 
Thanks so much. Actually, I have, I said I had one more segment. So next segment, I will talk more about like what to expect for me when it comes to my books. I know some people are like, when is the next book coming out? And I will talk more about that next segment. So stay tuned. it's Amani Margria. So this segment I actually am dedicating to my readers. I do get a lot of questions about like you know when's the sequel for The Pacemaker. So I'm actually excited that you guys a lot of you guys enjoyed the book. I'm glad that you guys support you know you're interested to know what's gonna happen next. So with The Pacemaker like I've stated many times before and I will most likely send out an email to a lot of my subscribers and my readers to let you guys know like you know basically what I've said before in interviews like links to the interviews I've done so far so you guys get an idea of what my plan is but this is just going to basically kind of be an overview of what to expect when it comes to the pacemaker its series and the overlapping series involved so I have exactly three books planned for this year um eyes which is coming out in April 1st and it's gonna actually be available digital first on April 1st and then it will be published in print I believe on the same day but I have to check I think I'm gonna actually have it digital for at least two weeks so like mid-April it will be um, in print so I will actually it'll be available in print by mid-April so I will actually check that with my drop the same day. But I think I want to kind of just give my digital readers a little head start because you guys really do help support um, me a lot. And so I hope you guys love this book because I love writing it. Actually, I'm just glad it's over. It took me 12 years to finish this book and I'm just so happy that Eyes is done. <laughs> well, almost done because I'm still in the editing stage. So... I have a little rewriting too to do, but you know, I hope you guys just enjoy it because it put a little, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in this. So, yes, yeah, so I have eyes, and then I have Scarlet Moon, which will overlap with the Pacemaker in the other series, but not until later. And there's a reason for that. So I'm just gonna tell you guys, a uh, Scarlet Moon series takes place way before the pacemaker and the other following books so in the overlapping series so that's why it actually doesn't overlap till much later so i do advise you guys to i I advise you guys to buy and get all my books like read all of my books um but if you're looking for the overlapping series do read the scarlet moon because you will see references from it in the overlapping series until you actually get to the the book where they all they all cross so where the scarlet moon series crosses with the others so (coughs) sorry my voice is still a little dry so please read all of my books because like i said they do in you'll see references in a lot a lot of my different books so there is actually going to be a third book this year which is from the depths of my heart and i announced this it was supposed to be released last year actually these all three of these books were supposed to or four of these books no three 
all three of these books were supposed to be released at the same time as same year as the pacemaker but i had to push the pacemaker back because i pushed that back and it pushed everything else back and it was just a domino effect so from the depths of my heart will be released in december scarlet moon will be released on my birthday um so from the depths of my heart is more of a non-fiction it's more of an inspirational book it also has like snippets about me and life lessons that i learned over the years so if you're not really into those types of book i totally understand it just gives you if you're a reader who's interested to know more about me then it's the perfect book for you because you will learn more about me and kind of like the the journey i had to take like how i had to kind of mature from the cocky brat from before to like who i am today you know i'm much more mellowed out than i was before i say many times like i would not if i met my past self today i would not necessarily like her and i'm talking about past self i mean from like probably high school to early 20s or mid 20s yeah to mid 20s that that me younger me i would probably be more encouraging too but i'm talking about that me when i'm talking about <laughs> so i feel like we're complete polar opposites and i feel like i have so much more wisdom that i gained over the years that i feel like you know i know past me during that time period would not listen to anyone because i was so just like i will find a way to get where i want to go so yeah you'll get to see a little bit more about like the things i had to learn like the hard knock life type lessons i had to learn or just things like people like either lessons i learned on my own from my own self-reflection like learning to actually self-reflect because that took forever because like i said i was cocky and i thought i knew everything but i think we all go through that phase but i had to learn to self-reflect on myself and actually to kind of be a little empathetic to other people so that way i understand that other people have feelings and things like that i sound harsh sometimes when i say things online but most of the time it's out of sarcasm it's not necessarily meant to be taken at face value i'm from jersey so we're very sarcastic people so i'm sorry if you guys get a little offended but that's just in my blood <laughs> sarcasm is in my blood so yeah so those are the three for this year like i said scarlet moon does um crossover later so it's good for you to actually read that series too because if you're really hooked on the overall series the pacemaker and anything else that's going to go on then you need to have you need to know what's going on in the pacemaker enough pacemaker and scarlet moon sorry <laughs> you need to know what's going on in scarlet moon to understand a lot of the references that will happen in the pacemaker series and the connecting series now in 2021 i do have my schedule for 2021 so actually it's in here somewhere <laughs> Sorry. So, 2021 it starts off with um the reprint of actually it's more of extension of secrets of my heart it's called secrets of my heart prism there's so a whole bunch of new poems that i've written that are going to be added to that book um, it's actually going to be, so that's going to be on my grandmother's birthday, which is January 3rd. So that's going to kick off 2021. And then after that, in April of that year, 
I'm actually going to that's when the core revelation will be published and that is going to continue on with the overlapping series so I really hope you guys love it yeah you read that because that does continue on with the canon universe that the pacemaker is in it's actually going to explain a lot of things that might have seemed vague in the pacemaker especially when it comes to the world um it's going to explain more about sanctuary cities if you don't know what that is then please buy the pacemaker link is in the bio <laughs> for the pacemaker and read it today so you know what i'm talking about the sanctuary cities by definition of the pacemaker not politics right now in the united states i'm talking about the pacemaker universe so you know it's going to talk more about that it's going to talk more about terror sites terror zones it's going to talk more it's going to expand more on what those are and what's actually going on in that world because it's going to take place both in those cities in all of those different places so if you guys are a big fan of the, the series definitely you have to read the core revelation even if you don't read scarlet moon right away like i said do it do read it because there will be characters that will most likely come from that series into the pacemaker and core series and all other overlapping series and you won't know who they are if you're not reading my books. So, <laughs> definitely read all the books. Um, so, the court comes out first. I really do not know what comes out after that, what I have planned after that. I have a few books for that year. Mm, maybe I should check and see real quick so I can tell you guys. But I think I have it in the form of like... I planned it out some way, so I'm kind of moving around, guys. Sorry about this. You hear all this noise, but I don't really keep all this stuff with me. I have a folder. It's like all the way in the other room, so I'm just dropping paper. <sighs> I'm just moving all around for you guys to let you guys know what's going on. So give me a second. Because I can tell you right now what's in this folder all right so i said the core revelation without you okay without you i won't really say much about that right now all right so for 2021 so without you is gonna be on my birthday it's a book that is actually a standalone there will be references to characters that will show up in um some of the other series so it's a part of the Scarlet Moon universe, but it's a standalone. So there's not going to be a sequel to this. It's just a standalone book, but it does reference that. And um, you will see references to that book. It's basically, I will talk more about that when it comes. I don't want to do any big spoilers. The Dark Coliseum. So next year is going to be the sequel of The Pacemaker. So that is going to drop on November 12th of 2021 and that is because i have to put the overlapping like of course like the core and scarlet moon had to come out first so that is basically my schedule for the next year so so i have lots to plan for you guys and i have so much more that's actually going to be coming out um if you when eyes comes out and you guys are if you like the book make sure that you vote on its official facebook page which is facebook.com slash eyes the book and 
basically you just do the poll saying whether or not you want Amador's journey to continue and if you do it helps me to decide if I should write um, another book in Amador's world so you know I actually liked going back and rereading this story and like seeing what kind of not really started at all but what kind of started me being like you know it didn't start like I wasn't the first book I ever wrote it's just the first one I ever finished writing and the first one that I had like a completed story and a novel ready you know it's it wasn't actually ready ready but it was the first book I completed in entirety like first novel I completed so it meant a lot to actually go back and see like you know where my head is at that's why I kind of you know the writing style will be a little bit more probably like PG compared to what I normally write so um you'll see the major difference in like the writing style from before to now but I tried to kind of preserve that because I want people to see my evolution as a writer. I want you to see how, you know, younger me, even though I say, like, I wouldn't normally like that version of me, that's not entirely true because I was very passionate about my craft. And even though I wasn't as good of, like, I wasn't as a detailed writer as I am now, I feel like I put a lot more expression, well, I put more expression now, but I mean, like, I felt like I was so passionate about finishing it that it drove me to actually finishing the um, eyes and getting it done and sending it out. Yes, it got rejected a lot of times, but, you know, there were a few times it, like, at the end, it, it got accepted, I think, once by small press, but... I kind of just like wanted to do it on my own because by that time I had already self-published and I wasn't like I was like why don't I just do it on my own you know and I feel like even though I've matured a lot over the years I feel like the essence of who I was before is still there because I'm still taking risks to this day that I wouldn't have taken like two three years ago you know I'm actually doing things that are kind of like a toss-up because, you know, I'm not with some big money publisher. I'm not, I don't come from, like, a wealthy family. I don't come from money. So everything I'm doing, I'm busting my ass to be able to produce this and get this out there. Even when it comes to building, you know, my publishing company, like, I'm working to do this. I'm learning about business. I'm learning about how can I start it how like what do I need to do things like that I had to learn so much I had to learn about computer design I had to learn about so many things just to even be able to compete in the publishing business so I had to learn so many different aspects to kind of like even when it came to growing my mailing list I didn't had to find out how can I what sites can I use to like get my book out there for more exposure you know, thank you, uh, like, sites that I'm so thankful that I found out about was things like Story Origin and um, Book Funnel and Voracious Readers, where you basically put, like, um, review copies of your book and then people will, you know, for a free copy of your book to review, they sign up for your mailing list. So, like, if they're interested in your book, 
and I'm so glad that all these people are interested in reading my book like you know it's it feels good to know that people are actually interested in my stories and then when I get um emails from you guys saying how much you really like you know and and you adore the characters and the stories and things like that it means a lot to me so continue to keep interacting with me continue to you know message me or email me I love hearing from you guys you know during this first few half this first half of the year I'm gonna be a little busy because I'm trying to get stories out for you guys and I got a lot of new things that I'm actually going to be working on at towards the end of this year but continue to like actually message me and reach out to me because I love hearing from everybody and it helps me to continue to inspires me to write more and it inspires me to create more and to branch out branch out more and give you guys better content you know I might not have a lot but I will give you as much as I'm able so I will do whatever it takes to make sure that my that you my readers have like you enjoy what I produce, that you enjoy my stories, that, you know, you get the best out of it. So, I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I want to thank you guys for reading my books. I want to thank you guys for just being you and just being there. So, you know, I don't want to go on a long rant. Like I said, my voice is already going out. I'm trying to put a lozenge in. But it's like, no, it's like it's about time. It gave me as long as I think it's going to give me at this time. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I will talk to you guys next week.